This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. All right, America. Inhale. Exhale. Let's bring the pressure down. I know that there's a lot of evil out there. These left-wing Democrat, Jew-hating liberals, hating God, burning churches, burning Bibles. <clears throat> we got the Russians now doing this all because of one man who is not in the White House. But you know what? All the aggravation that's going on out there, all the agita, all the spokes in the hey, you want to go home to your husband or wife, and you want to have a nice, peaceful cave. Could you imagine with all the agita today? Look, the Democrats have driven the price of gas up uh, per gallon. It's up 50% now, okay? Democrats have the blood all over their robes. The Harris County Democrat judges for all the murders out there. So it's really crazy out there. You want to go home to a peaceful cave. That's why we do our world-famous marriage talk segment. Been doing it over 10 years now. We focus on the glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Hollywood and the left hate this topic. Those who love the Lord and love America, which outnumber the dirty, love it. My wingman for all these years has been Robert Kosick. Uh, he wrote the book Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. Mr. Kosick is a, is a marriage coach, all-around great guy. What's up, Mr. C? Hey, Sam. I'd like to say happy Friday, but it's not really a happy Friday with all the garbage that's going on. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that, and, uh, you know, the, the essence of what we do here and getting people that blood pressure down and all of that is, is so important. You, know, you say it all the time, but with all this stuff, you just can't get away from it. The underlying tension that's in people's minds and stuff, blood pressure and all that, just from little bits and pieces of what you're hearing going on in the world, if you don't have a nice, safe escape to go into back at home, yeah. man, I just can't imagine having that nonstop just yep. to help downside that, you know, that you would have always being kind of underlying tense would just be terrible. Well, I mean, and you see what the Democrats have done to the economy, destroyed it, jacked up gas prices on purpose. So imagine you're pumping gas. It used to cost you $100 to fill up the truck. Now it costs you $145 to fill up the same truck. You're stressed, right? You go home. You don't want to go to more stress. Yeah. You want to come home to a husband or wife who loves you. Genesis 2, 24, you want a woman, a wife who cleaves, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love cleaving when I get home. <laughs> so anyway, that's why we do our world-famous marriage talk segment, the most successful segment we have of the entire week. Mr. Kosick pens it. I'll read it, and he'll comment as a marriage coach. Uh, by the way, he has now penned marriage tip 369. That's outstanding. It's called Here We Go Again. <clears throat> it says, I didn't believe it was possible to travel back into time until I had an argument with my wife. It's a common occurrence when someone becomes hysterical. They often go historical and bring up everything you ever did wrong. Most couples connect their spouse's current actions with their historical actions as an indicator of, here we go again. However, that approach may be setting your marriage up for a guaranteed failure because the intention behind the past and current actions may be completely unrelated. An extreme example. It's extreme, but husband has a fair, couple works it out. They're married, but years later, the husband calls, Honey, I got to work late. Wife immediately thinks, Ha ha, he's having an affair. When historical actions are repeated, and here we go in our world famous marriage talk segment available on our Facebook page, Similar Show. Option one allow the historical actions to define the intentions of the current actions. He must be having an affair. In this case, the couple hasn't established action and boundaries to rebuild trust. On the flip side, the one who had the affair is now working late is ignoring how past actions may have made 
as, as a husband or wife feel. He or she is thinking, I've gotten past it. You should, too. Take it away, Robert Kosick, marriage coach. So option one is not the recommended option. <laughs> it's a, a horrible way of doing things. But unfortunately, if we're talking about this in an extreme case, but you can do it on much lower cases, too, workaholics and uh, self-centeredness and all that kind of stuff. We're just doing it on an extreme case because it makes it really easy to, to define the differences. So in this particular case, particularly within an affair, just right off the bat, let people understand, that doubt almost never really goes away. There's always a little bit there. It's going to be there uh, for a split second. But if you're really working on building that trust, you can catch it and, and counter it and, and, and take care of it really quickly. But for those who never really address it, never put boundaries in place, never really talk about it, all you're doing is is just reliving something that happened a long time ago. Yeah. And it's, it's not going to help your marriage. I mean, you're going to get into battles. It's going to be uh, kill the trust that you have from each other when you just automatically, your knee-jerk reaction is to assume, here we go again. They're doing it again. They haven't changed. There's no change there. And you take what happened before and apply it to what's happening now. Right. In this example, if they call up and say, I'm working late, then... Uh, you know, you're like, oh, well, there they go again. Just you immediately think bad. And when you start thinking bad, it's kind of a self-fulfilled prophecy. You're going to push them in that direction. Not to say they're going to have an affair again, but you are definitely going to separate each other. It's a really bad way to do stuff. God, well, On the flip side. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, hey. a world-famous marriage talk segment with Robert Kosick and I, every Friday, bottom at the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah, but it's true. Like, if there was this couple and, and the woman's at the gym and she hooks up with a dude and everything goes south, I can imagine that, the next time she says to her husband, I'm going to the gym, he's probably thinking, oh. <laughs> oh, exactly. I'm going to the gym. But here's, here's the, I know, I'm going to the gym. He's like, hey, her abs haven't gotten any better. <clears throat> so, But on the flip side, though, if you think about it, on the flip side, the one who had the affair really needs to be sensitive to their actions and how those previous feelings could be reignited again just by saying, hey, I'm going to the affair or I'm working late. You can't just assume everyone's past it, even though you may have gotten past it. It just doesn't work. It's got to be a right. two-way street, and you got to work together. Here we go. Option two. It's on our world-famous Marriage Talk segment. Content Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It says, allow the historical actions to identify new ways to react to current actions, such as establishing counteractions that help to eliminate doubt and rebuild trust. For example, husband acknowledges how his current actions may trigger thoughts of past actions. And be patient, understanding when doubt enters the scene. Rebuilding trust takes time, but you have to allow for doubt and fear along that journey. That's very, very sharp, very sensitive right there, on target. But. You, you really have to. And what I, what I tell couples all the time, and I've worked with couples who have had affairs before, and uh, they decided to work through it, which, which you know is amazing. Uh, I know most people I talk to would say, forget it, done. And I said, but you, you can get through it. And there's a great program out in San Antonio that, phenomenal success rate on getting people through that. But like I said, there's always going to be that doubt. But what I tell them all the time is that fear factor is huge because what's going to happen is I trusted you. You hurt me. You broke my trust. Now I got this really, really deep wound. As I start to rebuild that trust and I want to trust you, I mean, I really do want to trust you because I want our marriage to work. I'm going to get scared to death that you're going to hurt me again. And it's Jekyll and Hyde. I tell him ahead of time, I said, this is coming down the road. Not maybe, definitely coming down the road. They're going to freak out. Yeah. They're going to attack you. They're, it's going to go so south in a heartbeat, you're not even going to imagine that it could change that fast. I said, but if you're expecting it and you know what's causing it, you'll have the patience that you need to get through it, and it won't destroy your marriage. Amen. If you don't expect it, you're hosed. <laughs> so. Amen. Our world-famous marriage talk segment once a week. For a segment, we focus on the glory, sanctity 
holiness and steaminess of marriage, bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central, content on the Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Uh, now, Mr. Kosick, who's the marriage coach, also writes the hot and heavy. And this is called Take Two. It's, it's true. It's virtually impossible to avoid Hollywood's constant bombardment of sexually focused scenes. It's everywhere, from commercials such as those for perfume, beer, and vacations, to scenes in movies and billboards on the highway. Some people like the scenes, others not so much. Regardless of how these scenes make you feel, you can actually use them to enhance your marriage by simply trying to replicate the scenes. For example, reenact the complete emotional indulgence that follows a single bite of specialty chocolate or the uncontrollable passion generated with a mere dash of perfume. Your effort at replicating these extreme and often unrealistic scenes will either cause you to laugh yourself silly or actually generate a bit of passion for each other. Either way, it's great for your marriage. Robert Cossack. So you know the commercials I'm talking about, right? They take a bite of the chocolate, and the woman just disappears into ecstasy, it looks like. Uh, you know, from a piece of chocolate, wouldn't that be wonderful if that's all it took? Right. Uh, or, or, or a splash of perfume, and the, the steam comes in, and the waves come in, and the heat goes up, and just from a single splash of perfume. And, and unfortunately, there is no magic potion like that that's legal to use. And so you can't can't go there but but if you were to have fun like everything we do here is if something's a negative let's try to make it a positive that's what we do with the tip at the top that's what we do with the tip at the bottom let's figure out a way to enhance your marriage by whatever you're surrounded with but you can't get away from this this is everywhere so let's have some fun with it and you know if you've got that personality have some fun with it try to reenact whatever it was you were seeing on tv most of us will look like bumbling fools when we try to do it but that'll break out laughing and kidding, and that'll be uh, break down the barriers. You can have more fun together. Or you may go, wow, you're really good at that. <laughs> I'm now in another box that I can't get out of. <laughs> right? Right. Here we go. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking steamy shower doors. I'm thinking, you know, all these different things from movies that – have fun doing it. Put on a white T-shirt and do the dance in your underwear, like what's his face did in the in the movie. Tom right? Cruise and slide it, yeah, slide across the room and see. Yeah, if nothing else, your wife is going to die laughing watching you do that with your goofy moves. But you, it's a bonding thing, so you can take something goofy that maybe you don't like, make something fantastic out of it, and build a relationship through it, and have a great time. Amen. It's all about enjoying each other and having a great time. Just another way to do it. Amen. Our world famous marriage talk segment, kind of countering the evil that the left has put on this country and our world yeah have your wife you know take the perfume what do you call the top of the perfume bottle with the glass the triangular top and have her gently touch her neck because in the commercials any woman who gently puts perfume onto her neck gently all of a sudden a man shows up in a tuxedo hasn't shaved for five days that's right we're riding a horse yeah he's riding a horse or yeah he's got like the muscle shirt he's like i should take you away and and you know what Do that. Just do that little. Yeah. yeah, so my wife and I, yeah, my wife and I, we, we go to estate sales on the weekend. It's kind of fun to go do that. And one of these estate sales we were at was a, a house, and they had several wigs. One of them was long blonde hair wig. Ooh. I I don't do things that embarrass myself. I just don't. I never have as a kid. But I, you know, we were having fun. I put this wig on. The kids took pictures of it. I'll have to send it to you. And I'm like, I could wear this. And they're like, Yeah, put that one back down. Hey, let's recap. Hey, let's recap. Robert Cosby, don't send me that email. <laughs> That'll be the moment, like, you know, I fall down and my phone pops open. You're like, why is Malone getting pictures from Robert Cossack in a, in a blonde wig? What the hell is going on with that guy? And I'm like, and I fall and I can't get to the phone. Yeah. 
<laughs> it actually goes back to my my uh, uh, my high school days when I was a surfer and I had a little bit not super long blonde hair, which just maybe shoulder length, but it was a wavy blonde hair. I said, "Hey, this is what I used to look like." And Kathy was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not exactly. Oh. But we had fun. It's a fun thing. We laughed about it. You kid around, you bond, and that's the whole part. You just have fun. Amen. And uh, don't be so serious about life. Amen. That's like when we quoted that uh, Lorraine Bracca line from that movie. Mm-hmm. The four important things in marriage are trust, communications, pasta, and vino. Which means better than that. you got two things that are very important and two things that are fun. Eating and yeah. drinking. Absolutely. You know, so there you have it. Uh, God, I love this segment. It's so refreshing in this evil world we're living in, Mr. Cossack. You know, talking about marriage. Yeah, I know. The sanctity, the glory, holiness, and steaminess of marriage as man and woman come together before God and community. Like it says in Genesis 2.24. America, yep, with Frankie Valley in the background. Got to wrap Wonderful. up today's. And, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying for those people who are out there listening to this segment and they don't have what we're talking about, don't give up. Please don't give up. There, we can make your marriage fantastic again. It takes work, but I promise you, you can get there. Trust me, it's a lot more fun to do the dishes. Oh yeah, spraying each other. America. Yep. We wrap up our world famous marriage talk segment, focusing on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Wingman Robert Kostick, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you next Friday. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you in a week. Hurrah, in America. It's all there on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Back in a second. AM 1070, The Answer. Die.